Welcome to Ms. Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen. Dear, dear outlaws, I've decided tomorrow will be L for line breaks. Today is L for livid. I'm still livid. I feel that there's so much potential in the world for those who have large amounts of funds. Gosh, I wish I had some myself because I could think of a thousand things I could do with it for poetry, for the environment, for health care, for education, all those good things. But I was thinking, okay, so what could this Griffin Prize, this $130,000 do if it wasn't just given all in one shebang in a hierarchical and homogenizing and dictatorial and isolating sense to one poet, now international. So not even specifically of a particular region, place, tangibility. And I was thinking if if Scott Griffin and anybody else who has that kind of money, if they truly cared about poetry and poetry community and keeping poets writing, they would be philanthropists of infrastructure. So it wouldn't be about bumping one particular poet above the rest, which, of course, is fancy schmancy and good for PR in their own minds. But they would actually uh, give this $130,000 to particular performance series, magazines, small presses, um, those who write reviews, uh, those who run festivals, um, those who spend their lives mentoring other poets, and so on and so forth. Uh, perhaps uh, something like uh, back in 2007, I was part of uh, an initiative called the Rhythm of the Heart uh, connected to the Edmonton Poetry Festival in which I worked with street kids making video poems. How about something like that? Um, but, you know, how about, how about the, the, the poetry school or the poetry center like they have in New York? How about throwing some funds there so that a wider variety of poets can access resources and can connect and have networks and feel the energy of the art form? So, yeah, how about that? Philanthropists of Infrastructure. I'm looking forward to that day. So I just thought I would uh, read you a quote from, I'm reading A Vow to Poetry by Anne Waldman, Essays, Interviews, and Manifestos. And here's a, a quote from her in a very short essay called Oppositional Poetics. And then I'm going to read you the draft of a poem, which normally I wouldn't do, but I wrote it this morning and it just, relates to everything I'm going through right now and maybe others of you are going through it as well. So Anne Waldman says, how to navigate mythological poetic wars, planetary finitude, unfathomable sickness, starvation, and death, how to navigate the new savage state, 
As writers, what's the task? More letters to immured power mongers? New hope in a fresh, less cynical administration? Putting our energy into a candidate? Total candor? Total renunciation? What is our role as poets? What is our task? I'll rephrase that. Why do we exist as poets? We do not need to have a reductionist meaning or purpose or goal, but surely it's not to just participate in the same systems of corruption. So she ends this essay with, as the muse said to Hilda Doolittle, write, write, or die. Okay, so I'm continuing to write so I don't die. And this morning I I wrote this little satirical piece that's called uh, Take Courage, Bards of the Dark. Who can stop thinking about the boy who swallowed a slug down as a small dare and ended up in a toxic coma, then paralytic, then dead? Or Billy Squire, whose simmering fame was spat out fast by a sloppy dance video on MTV in 1985? Those failures... It's hard not to fall flat as a souffle under a mosher's boot at certain times in your life. Who gets to surf the crest of the shiny social wave forever? And yet, poets have it the hardest, some might say, waking into the knowledge of, this is it, life's sweet mission, then waking again to poverty, redundancy, misapprehension, and one giant prize offered once a year to prove business is human and thus is worthy of tax breaks as Toothless Joe in his SRO with his stack of books for furniture. What can one add? Stay strong, old wordsmiths. At least you've lived, unlike Slug Boy, and quite the opposite to Squire, never had that much to lose. You've been listening to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws. Stay fierce, word musicians.